Hello, my beautiful people, and welcome back to the Moments Podcast. I, for some reason in my head, think that this is a Thanksgiving episode because I'm recording it a couple days before Thanksgiving, but I'm realizing now that it doesn't come out until after Thanksgiving. Um, But I do want to title this episode Moments in Gratitude and just kind of talk about gratitude because I honestly think that it is the most important thing in our lives and we all need to prioritize gratitude, but so many of us don't. And by so many of us, I mean me, I mean you. Yeah, we're appreciative and yeah, we're grateful, but I don't think that any of us have been prioritizing gratitude in the way that we should lately. And honestly, the two books I'm reading have made this so clear to me and the timing of it is all so interesting. With it being Thanksgiving and everything, I just feel like this is a fitting episode. And I've told you guys before about how I did that one journal entry where I dated it a year from when I wrote it, but I wrote it in the present tense. So I basically manifested everything that I was gonna do in my life in that year and so much of it came true. But one of the things that I wrote in that um, journal entry is that I had a podcast and I was recording an episode on gratitude. And I don't know if I've done a gratitude episode before. For some reason I don't think I have. Maybe I have, I don't know. Point is, it's so full circle. And it is so cool for me be, for me to be able to just sit here and talk to you guys like every week and get caught up on life. And I don't know, I've been having all these really strange emotions lately. Um, I told you last week I was in a funk. I've talked about it on TikTok, talked about it on Instagram. I was just in this weird place and I was trying to get out of it, but I couldn't really get out of it. Well, good news is I'm finally starting to feel out of it. I feel like myself again. And I want to do a whole episode talking about different tips like to get out of a funk so dm me all of the tips that you use that help you get out of a funk or like help you get back above the water when you're under the wave because obviously we all have different things and different things work for each of us but i would talk about how i got out of it but i really want to save that for next week's episode or an episode in the near future and yeah I'm happy to be feeling like myself again, and I'm happy to be recording this episode. And one thing that I will touch on before letting go of the whole funk topic, I used to tell myself, obviously I'll dive deeper into this when I do it in a whole episode, but I used to tell myself that I had to pull myself out of my funk and get my life back together overnight or it was never gonna happen. And I think that one of the shifts that I had, this past recent funk that I had, was that it is going to be progressive and it is going to take time to pull myself back to well myself like I went to the gym for the first time in a long time and I was only able to go on the stair stepper for five minutes and I was like get me out of here and usually I can go sit in the sauna for like 25 minutes and honestly the sauna is where I find like so much peace and so much bliss but I can only sit in there for five minutes I was like get me out and I was like you know what this is progress. This is better than what the past days have looked like for me. I did something. I moved my body. I was able to go sweat. And then I came home. Usually I hate taking showers. I shower all the time. That sounds terrible, but I don't like it. Like I don't, I'm not someone who takes like these beautiful, long, um, intuitive showers. But I put on my energy playlist. It's on my Spotify. If you guys, I think I've talked about it before, but it's called working on my energy I think and I put that on and I took like a 30 minute shower shaved my legs exfoliated my legs and was listening to the words in all these songs and all of the songs on that playlist are very they're basically affirmations and I was able to find myself feeling like myself again I was like who would have thought that a shower was going to pull me back to feeling like me and 
after I did all that, I was like, okay, I'm so back. The next morning I slept in again until like 11. And I was like, what? How did this happen? Like that is one thing that just makes me feel so off. And that is how I know my mental health is bad when I have a hard time getting out of bed in the morning. And I know that I'm not the only one that struggles with that, especially when I don't have commitments like early morning commitments and I can do my work at any point throughout the day I'm like oh I'll just sleep in and it's not even like I do it like that it's like I physically can't get out of bed but anyways what I'm saying is that it took time and I I made baby steps every day and each day I made a little bit more progress and I just want to remind you that if that's a state that you're in especially with winter coming up and the holidays coming up give yourself credit for the little things that you do as you pull yourself out of this funk and obviously We're saving this for next episode. I've literally been talking about this for five minutes. Back to Thanksgiving. All right, love you. Back to the podcast. Speaking of the holidays and all of that coming up, um, I know there's a lot of emotions that come up with the holidays. With Thanksgiving and with Christmas and with family and whether it's you struggle with family issues, whether you've recently lost someone in your family, whatever the case may be, I know that the holidays can be hard. Um, This is going to be my first Thanksgiving without my grandpa. And it's really sad. And a lot of times I've complained about Thanksgiving because usually I go and it's like all these grown-ups that I, one, don't necessarily agree with on a lot of different topics in life. Two, they're not even like my immediate family and I only see them once a year and they just ask me like the same questions over and over again. Like, oh, are you ever going to go back to college? Are you still just posting on Instagram? And obviously that's not what all of them are like, but I kind of dread Thanksgiving and being with all these people sometimes. But this year, I don't know how to explain it. With gratitude being like the main focus in my life right now, I have found this appreciation for every moment that I get with every person. And whether it's like good moments or bad ones, I just kind of tell myself that I'm going to learn something from everyone and I find this different kind of appreciation for it, if that makes any sense. Basically, just savor every moment that you can with your family and try to make the best of it, but also just... Just know that you're probably going to have to hear things that you don't want to hear. And I know that a huge thing with the holidays, I've seen a bunch of TikToks talking about it. And also just something that I've struggled with before is a lot of people have a hard time when it comes to food on the holidays. And I just want to sit here to be your friend to remind you that food is good. Food is a gift. And you deserve to eat as many slices of pumpkin pie, of apple pie, of appetizers, as many cheese and crackers as you want. And you shouldn't have to do anything to deserve it. Like you can eat whatever you want and the next day you don't have to prioritize working out or making sure you burn off the calories. You deserve that food, okay? You deserve to enjoy every second of it because it is a gift. And that is just something that I am going to remind you because I know what the holidays can feel like with family. Like I've been nicknamed bottomless pit, vulture, um, vacuum, like tons of different things because I love to eat. Food is a priority in my life and I enjoy every second of every bite of every meal that I take. And obviously these jokes are somewhat harmless, but I've noticed that when I am struggling with my body image and these jokes are made, I'm like, oh, you know, that is kind of uncomfortable and I kind of don't like it. Other times I'm like, heck yeah, I'm proud of it. I don't know. It always shifts for me, but I'm just here to be your big sister or your little sister. I don't know how old you are. And just tell you, like, eat all the food. Enjoy every second of it. Don't listen to what people have to say. There are people who have, like, really obsessive relationships with food, and that is not your problem, okay? Like, if you have a mom or an aunt or a cousin or a sister who eats almonds all day long, it's not your problem, 
okay? Eat what you want. Enjoy every second of it. Moving on. Those are my Thanksgiving thoughts. Try your best to enjoy the holidays, okay? I think they're going to be great. I'm putting out good energy into this year and just manifesting that, honestly, I don't need to talk about Thanksgiving anymore because this episode comes out after Thanksgiving. So use this for future reference when it comes to like Christmas Eve and all that stuff. I guess I should have probably dropped this episode before. Moving on. I'm reading two books right now. One of them, and honestly, don't let that fool you, getting back into the funk thing for a second, I got these books months ago. I've been wanting to read them for the longest time, and I have not been able to because I find myself scrolling on TikTok for hours at a time, and I literally just can't stop no matter how hard I try. It's a little bit embarrassing for me to admit that, but I have fallen so victim to just the social media trap, and I think I touched on that last week in last week's episode or... Um, probably the week before because last week was mad happy but I have been scrolling and scrolling and scrolling and this goes back to the thing where I'm like slowly but surely I'm pulling myself out of a funk instead of doing it overnight I've noticed myself going on a little bit less and doing a little bit more with my days and going to bed a little bit earlier waking up a little bit earlier one step at a time Um, that being said two books the first one is 101 essays that change the way you think I ordered this book on Amazon I've been wanting to order it for a really really long time I finally caved and I did it and I've been reading two essays per day. I read one when I wake up in the morning and one when I go to sleep at night. And this is the kind of book that I love because I think self-help books are awesome. I think they're great. I think that I also, well, I know also that I have a very bad ADHD. I can't read more than a chapter of a self-help book without putting it down and never touching it again. I start about 10 million things that I never finish. But what's nice about this book is that it's like each essay is two, three pages. It takes me less than five to 10 minutes to read. And then I can feel this kind of, what's the word? I feel fulfilled each time I read an essay and I feel proud of myself. I'm like, you know what? I read this morning and I read before I went to bed and it just gives me this little bit of purpose. And also each essay that I read has such valuable information and I honestly want to start a little TikTok series where I talk to you about what each uh, essay teaches me, but I'll get to that when I get to that. I'm only on like the seventh one right now. But the other book that I'm reading is a fiction book, but it's by Mitch Albom. If you've ever read a Mitch Albom book, you know that he is very intentional with his writing. His words speak so much to your soul. And I'm reading Tuesdays with Maury. If you've read this book, you probably swiped up on my story and were like, this book made me cry. It changed my life. Well, It did. I'm not even done with it, but I'm almost done with it. And it is just such a valuable book. Basically, without giving anything away, well, I guess there's, it's not really giving it away. It says it on the back of the book. There's an old man who is kind of on his deathbed, and he is talking to one of his old students about everything that he's learned in this life. And he is teaching the living man what he should do to really live. And a huge, huge takeaway that I've taken so far is that love is important and love is valuable and that has impacted my life a lot lately i have been dealing with stupid people leaving stupid comments on my tiktok and i try not to let comments phase me i really do but i'm also human and a lot of comments lately have just been on my appearance like random things all from these random accounts with no followers no profile picture and i'm assuming it's all the same person but like i just block one and then another one will show up it is what it is But I have a really hard time when people comment on my appearance, appearance, nice, appearance, especially when I'm already struggling with like my self-confidence. 
one of the reasons I've been in that this funk is just that I I don't know I I feel like I'm aging. That sounds so silly because I'm tw- I'm not even 22, but I'm just noticing myself change in ways that I'm not used to, and it's such an adjustment for me. And I don't know I just feel a little bit icky sticky. And when people have to comment on like what my face looks like or what my face is shaped like or what I look like without makeup or how bad my eyebrows are, I question everything. And it's also tough because so much of what I do, not so much, everything that I do is posted online basically. So I have to look at myself all the time. Even if I wanted to take a break from knowing what I look like, which sometimes I think would be nice, I can't. Like my job is to post and to be on the internet and to show my face. And I don't know, it all sounds silly. Point I'm trying to get to is that when I read these comments, I am encouraged to be a little bit more of a decent human. We often don't realize how big of an impact we have on other people and by this I mean just interacting with strangers in public like being kind to the cashier at the grocery store or tipping 50 extra cents if you can when you go to I don't know Chipotle Starbucks anywhere like offering kindness wherever we can letting the person merge on the highway I think that I don't know how what am I saying Okay, I got it. The book is teaching me that love is so valuable. Kindness is so valuable. And when we fill other people with love, and when we are a good person to other people, we notice that it fulfills us. Like when we take the time to encourage someone and believe in someone and hype someone up for something that they've accomplished, it takes away the comparison aspect that society has taught us that we have to constantly be chasing. And by this I mean, say someone writes a book and you've always wanted to write a book. Instead of feeling that anger and feeling that competitiveness and wanting to now write your book even faster or one-up them or do it better than them or blame them for whatever reason, if you choose to genuinely be happy for that person, the comparison goes away and you just feel good. Like when you are a good person, you are going to feel better. And the whole world is going to feel a little bit better. And I think that that's just something that has become so, so apparent in my mind. Like I'm constantly thinking about it. Every time I go in public, I'm like, how can I make this person's day better? Or what can I do to help someone? And sometimes helping someone is simply just waving and smiling. And I don't know. It's taught me a different kind of gratitude, which is kind of what I'm getting into next. We take so many things for granted. We all know how much taking a small action can make a big difference in your life or somebody else's life, whether that's smiling at a stranger, waking up 30 minutes earlier, practicing a new skill for a few days. Small actions go a long way. And the small action I've added to my life lately is taking Seeds DS-01 Daily Symbiotic. It helps maintain a healthy gut and healthy digestion. I genuinely feel things moving through my body easier and I feel better overall taking it. It doesn't only just help your digestion and your gut, it also helps your heart health and your skin, and you just take two little capsules a day. It's also very awesome for me to know that it's backed by science, and lots of it. When it was developed in collaboration with Seed Scientific Board and based on their foundational work in probiotics and the microbiome, it's a product that you know you can trust. And also, our gut is a central hub for various pathways through the body, and a healthy gut microbiome means benefits for all of the things like digestion, skin health, heart health, 
and your immune system. Overall, it is a great thing that you should take. So trust your gut with Seed's DS-01 Daily Symbiotic. Go to seed.com slash moments and use code 25moments to get 25% off your first month. That's 25% off your first month of Seed's DS-01 Daily Symbiotic at seed.com slash moments. Code 25moments. You're going to absolutely love it. It's been my favorite thing to take. Hear me out. The moms in our life deserve a spa day every single day. My mom is my rock star. She's the best ever and she prioritizes everybody but herself. I'm amazed at how much she can accomplish in one day. But something super cool is that this Mother's Day, you can make every day a spa day for all of the moms in your life with Osea's Mega Moisture Duo. And let me just tell you right now, I use this duo every day. My skin has never felt softer and smoother and more amazing. But what it is, is a value pack of two luxurious body care moisturizers. It's the Undaria Allergy Body Oil and the Undaria Collagen Body Lotion. And they both have the most incredible citrusy scent. And right now you can get an additional 10% off your first order with code MOMENTS at oseamalibu.com. And listen, body care is self-care. So give your mom a chance to love herself and give herself the love that she deserves. Treat your mom to the everyday spa experience she deserves with clean vegan skin and body care from Osea. Get 10% off your first order site-wide with code MOMENTS at oseamalibu.com. You'll get free samples with every order and free shipping on orders over $60. Head to oseamalibu.com and use code MOMENTS for 10% off. I put a little thing on my Instagram story today. That said, what did it say? Uh, What are random little things that you're grateful for in your life? And someone commented, the way that my dad talks to my cat. And my heart melted. I realized that there are so many little things that we don't even realize or recognize that we have. Today I was on a walk today. I picked up this little flower. I was like, oh, you know what? This flower is beautiful. I could have just left it on the floor. I could have stepped on it, but I picked it up. And I put it in my phone case. And I found a new appreciation for it. And I found an appreciation for spending money that I didn't necessarily want to spend because now I have cute Christmas decorations in my house. I found a new appreciation for vacuuming my floors because now when I walk barefoot, I don't have dust all over the bottom of my feet. I have just found a new appreciation for pretty much everything. What I try to do whenever I find myself complaining or stressing or overwhelmed is immediately stop in my tracks and say, okay, I know it might be cheesy, I know it might be cliche, but what is good about this? What can I be grateful for? And how can I appreciate this more than I would have in the past? It is so easy to complain. We are brought up in this society where we're always chasing more. Like we're chasing the idea of being better than everyone for some reason. And it's not something we can avoid because it's what we're constantly fed. And also, I don't know if these two align. I'm sure they do somehow, some way. But another huge thing that I've been thinking about lately is how I am realizing a lot of the reasons that we struggle so bad with our mental health in this day and age is because back in the day, there wasn't social media. So you only knew what your direct friends and direct family were doing with their lives. That's all you knew. And you barely knew that. You were just so focused on your own life before you were paying attention to anyone else's. And then we turned like to Facebook, you know, where you know what all your friends and family are doing and you keep up with their lives and it was awesome and it was great, right? Then we get to this day and age where TikTok consumes us. Com- what? Glitch? TikTok literally consumes us. We spend hours and hours scrolling through this customized for you page 
that is going to show you all of the things that you like in your life or that you want in your life. And it's going to show you all of the people that have those things already. For example, I love content of people traveling, right? I love to travel. Something I dream of is going as many places as I can in my lifetime. My For You page is constantly feeding me with videos of people going to my dream locations or traveling to places where they're in waterfalls and they're in the ocean while I am still in bed at 11.30 in the morning and I can't get out of bed. Um, so basically, it leads us to this point where we are constantly just comparing ourselves and our lives to what other people are doing, but in a much less healthy way than it used to be. And I believe that's a reason that we're constantly chasing. We are constantly thinking that people have more than us. And it's not, it's not even that we're so competitive because we want to be better than everyone. Like, I think that that's a part of it. And that's something that society encourages us to do. But we're constantly chasing just being good enough. Like, that's what I've realized in my life. I, I'm so sorry. I've said realized and constantly 10 million times. And I don't know how to stop it. I'm not chasing the idea of being better than everyone. I am chasing the idea of just being good enough. And again, not even for everyone. I'm chasing the idea of being good enough for myself. Because when I am always looking at what other people are doing, I never feel like I'm doing enough. Because I'm watching everyone do everything. And when I do that, I forget that I am placed on this earth for my purpose and to follow my path. And my path is going to look different than someone else's path. I am one person. I can't complete every path. I can't fill, fulfill every purpose. I can't chase every single idea of something that I might want to try. I'm one human. And where I am and what I'm doing is exactly what I'm meant to be doing. Does that make sense? So I just want to remind you of that. Social media is a highlight reel. You're going to see everyone's highs. You're going to wish that your everyday could look like that person's TikToks. But I can promise you that that person's TikToks aren't there every single day. You're wishing that 100% of your life could be like 10% of their life. life. You know? It's not going to work. We're all going to struggle. We're all going to compare. We're all going to question our path and our journey in this day and age. But what we can do moving forward is instead focus on being grateful for what we have and being intentional intentionally grateful for what we have not just yeah i'm thankful that today i got to wake up in my house and hug my cat and drink my morning coffee i could say all those things but if i'm not intentional with it it doesn't mean anything like when i say be intentional i mean sit there and take deep breaths as you breathe in and focus on what you actually are surrounded with because it's so much more beauty than you realize i posted a tiktok the other day talking about how I wish I could be in the snow, right? I said it for like two seconds. I was like, oh, all my friends are in the snow and I'm in Florida. Like, I wish that it was snowing. To a lot of people, everyone commented and was like, girl, you're in Florida. Like, you don't want the snow, I promise. And I'm like, well, I kind of do a little bit. And it's just so interesting to see. We're all chasing the idea that we need what someone else has. But do you know what those comments reminded me? I was like, you know what? These people are right. I get to live in Florida. I get to be warm. I get to walk outside in a tank top in shorts and sweat my butt off when people have to scrape the snow off their cars. I'm gonna intentionally be grateful for that. A little intermission. I get ecstatic to read you guys this ad because Thrive Cosmetics has been my go-to mascara 
and makeup for years now. So getting to be able to tell you about them is truly a dream come true. One thing that I absolutely love about Thrive is that they have clean, skin-loving ingredients and their foolproof products make it easy for any skill level to apply. You guys know if you follow me anywhere, but just listening to the podcast, makeup isn't my strongest suit, but I do love to play around with it and Thrive makes it so simple. And another thing that amazes me about Thrive is that for every product purchased, Thrive Cosmetics donates products to fund and help communities thrive, which is so beautiful. And they also have an infinity waterproof eyebrow liner, which is so cool. You can get your eyebrows looking exactly how you need them to and then go jump in the pool. But my most favorite, other than their mascara, which is my top tier Thrive Cosmetics product, it's like a liquid lash extensions mascara. It's tubing. It is, I wear it in the water. It doesn't make me look like a raccoon or a panda. It is incredible. But they also have this brilliant eye brightener that you can use as highlighter. You can use it in your inner corner. I have always used it as my inner corner and it is the best. So refresh your everyday look with Thrive Cosmetics, luxury beauty that gives back. Right now you can get an exclusive 10% off your first order at thrivecosmetics.com moments. That's Thrive Cosmetics, C-A-U, S-E-M-E-T-I-C-S dot com slash moments for 10% off your first order. Quick intermission. Thank you to BetterHelp for sponsoring this episode. We all hold way too much heaviness on our shoulders, on our chest. We keep things in our mind that we need to release. And sometimes it feels like there's nobody in our life that we can release our feelings to. And that's why I am the world's number one advocate for therapy. I love going to therapy. It's honestly been too long since I've been but we're constantly carrying around so many big stresses and we keep it bottled up and it can affect us and the people around us so negatively. So I believe that going to therapy isn't only something that's good for you, but also good for the people around you. If you're thinking of starting therapy, I want you to try BetterHelp. It is designed for you. It is designed online. You can connect with a therapist through a chat, through a video call, through a phone call. You can change therapists at no cost. It is made to be easy and affordable for you. It's entirely online. Just fill out a brief questionnaire and you'll get matched with a licensed therapist and you can switch therapists at any time with no additional charge, like I said. So get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash moments today and get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P, Dot com slash moments. I also have told you guys this 10 million thousand times. You need to start a gratitude list on your phone. Literally go in your notes. I've, I'm not joking. If you haven't done it yet, I'm going to be really upset with you. Please go do it. First thing you're going to write on there is life, breathing, oxygen. I don't know. Something about the fact that you exist now. And you're going to add to that. Every time you feel an ounce of gratitude or appreciation, you're going to write on it. And you are going to make that list as long as it can possibly be because we are prioritizing gratitude. And I think another thing I've learned lately is that when I actually am prioritizing gratitude in my life, I feel the best. And I think I haven't been feeling so great because I haven't been prioritizing gratitude. I have just been this ball of depression. And of course I can't necessarily control how I'm going to feel. And I know that I have to feel. But I think that there's a difference in allowing yourself to feel and then detaching from the emotion and moving on to the next phase of your life and feeling the emotion and just sulking in it and making it everyone's problem. And I don't know. I just had this epiphany that I can move on. I don't have to keep feeling like this. I can take baby steps towards feeling better and that's what I'm going to do. And gratitude has been the number one thing in doing that. 
every time that I have a negative thought or a judgment or a self-doubt or negative self-talk, I turn it around. I shift it. And when I'm constantly doing this, I'm slowly faking it till I make it until that is my brain's first thought. So instead of looking in the mirror and saying to myself, you look like an ugly piece of shit today. If I can redirect my brain enough times and change my thought process enough times, eventually the first thing that I say in the mirror is going to be, you look good today. I'm proud of you. But it takes time to do that. Okay, overnight it doesn't work like that. So I want that to be everybody's goal for these next few weeks is to just be grateful. Be grateful that you get to exist at the same time as Taylor Swift. You get to exist at the same time as Colleen Hoover. You get to have a pet that you pet every single day or you get to have siblings that annoy you and drive you crazy. You get to have parents that argue with you all day long. You get to do everything because everything is a blessing because the chance of us even existing right now is like one in four trillion, I think. And we get to be here. So let's make note of that and be thankful for that. I want you to go about your days with purpose. Focus on doing things with love and being nice to strangers and detaching from your emotions when they're weighing you down too much and redirecting your thoughts into positive thinking and taking more time to go be in touch with nature, in touch with friends. Another thing that this book has really been teaching me, which is like a hard pill to swallow for me, is that connection is one of the more important things in life. And I am someone who isolates myself when I am in a dark place. I don't talk to anyone. I don't call people. I don't text people. I simply just hide and I run from connection. And the book talks so much about how connection is so valuable and it is what makes us feel human and it is like really, really good. So to force myself to think like that has been tough, but it's true. Go hang out with friends that make you feel happiness and go hang out with your family because we're only getting older every single day and we cannot take these moments for granted. Like they're going to be gone quicker than we realize it. That's one thing going to Hawaii taught me. I, I don't know if I've talked about this before. I'm so sorry, guys. I really get so confused on everything that I say sometimes. I need to start making note of everything I talk about. I've definitely talked about this. But when I went to Hawaii for a long time, the first time, I realized I came home and, and noticed that my brothers got older and my parents got older. And I was like, holy crap, I don't want to miss this. This is valuable time with my family. And I want to appreciate every second that I get with them. So that's what I've been trying to do. And that's what I encourage you to do. If you are someone who isolates or finds yourself in a deep, dark, hiding bubble when you're going through it, remember that your friends care about you and your family cares about you and connecting with them is only gonna make you feel better. And I can pinky promise you that, especially if they are people who are good people and people that are genuine and that love you. You are only going to feel more fulfilled when you fill your heart with love and you focus on being thankful and you connect with others, things are going to start to shift. And I know that it's easier said than done, but trust me, just start by calling your best friend, FaceTiming someone that you haven't seen in a while, going on a dinner date with your mom or your dad or hanging out at your parents' house. Also, this is my first, I don't need to get into this right now, but I was just thinking <laughs> this is going to be my first Christmas where I don't live at my parents. Obviously, I'm going to go sleep at their house, but like that's so sad to think about. It makes me feel so grown up. Um, 
yeah I don't know where I'm going with that I'm gonna cut this episode here just because I think that you guys understand now that the point is to go be grateful and since this episode would usually be 10 minutes or so longer I want you to take the next 10 minutes to mindfully do this like little meditation I want you to just sit and I want you to brainstorm every little thing that you're thankful for down to the tiniest of things like toilet paper and understand that we are all privileged if you are able to be listening to this podcast right now that's a blessing and if you are able to be existing right now that's a blessing and I know it's so easy to get caught up and it sounds so cheesy to be like you know what I'm just glad I'm alive but it's real and it's true so go reflect make that gratitude list on your phone enjoy these next few weeks that are going to be filled with all sorts of different things find the beauty in all of it and instead of listening to me repeat myself just enjoy also I don't know if by the time this comes out if there's going to be any left but go buy a crew neck or a zip up because we restocked them for Black Friday and I don't know I kind of hope there's none left when when you guys are listening to this and if so thank you so much for selling out again I love you guys and nothing makes me smile more than seeing you guys in moments collections But if they are still available, go grab one. And also, I still love you and I'm thankful for you. And you guys are my biggest supporters and my best friends. And I'm really getting ready to take all these things to the next level and start getting some really cool people on the podcast. I still want to do an episode with my therapist and with tons of... Just DM me what you guys want to talk about. Sometimes I don't know what to talk about and I get sad and stressed. But I'm here. You're here. We're best friends. I love you. Go be grateful. We'll talk soon. Goodbye. Mother's Day is almost here, and you can get her the most beautiful time-tested gift around. A watch she can wear every day for movement. Whether mom's into classic dress watches, rare and refined ceramics, or tried-and-true bestsellers, movement has something she'll love. And right now, you can save big on the best Mother's Day gift ever with up to 50% off site-wide during movement's Mother's Day sale at MVMT.com. Again, that's up to 50% off at MVMT.com.